popping, everybody. Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. What? I got a thing on my finger. Oh, is that why you said, can you see me though? No, can you see my face? Can you see me good? I'm, no, my, I don't okay. have my glasses on. You're too far away. Why? Because have I story? have a story, yeah. Okay, tell it. So. Wait, did you, we finish our intro? I don't remember. Did you say her mother-in-law? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't continue if we didn't do that. Okay, go. It's me, you guys. She's here. Don't I'm worry. here. It's me. Um, so my little story is uh, I was feeling like really like shitty, like I needed to dye my hair, right? And Zalia loves dyeing my hair. Like she loves like we – and listen, don't don't get me wrong. I love when she dyes my hair, you know? Like it's just pampering and I love it. So she dyes my hair the other day. I told her to dye my eyebrows. She dyes my fucking eyebrows because I always dye my eyebrows because I'm getting old and my eyebrows, there's a few of grays in there. So I, I have always, a question what? about that. I don't want to cut you off, though, because I don't want to ruin your story. Go. Okay. You'll forget. So she puts dye on and I'm editing the podcast and she was in her room doing something and I don't realize that the amount of time had passed, right? So I usually leave dye in my hair like 45 <laughs> minutes, right? And I'm... Over an hour of it sitting, right? Doesn't burn. No, 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 no. But I okay. So she dyed my eyebrows, and I didn't realize that it dripped. And listen, like I could dye my eyebrows, and it could be like like really super thick and bushy. And when I take a shower, it wipes right off of my skin, probably because it's so oily. That was going to be my question. What? How does it not stain your skin? Because when I used to box dye my hair and get it like around my hairline, it would stain my head for the next few days. Oh. But when I saw it, when I came upstairs and I saw you with like your oh, bush you did. Okay, so you eyebrows, showed me with my it was bush. a lot. Right, and I was but like, how the just... fuck does that come off your skin? But you don't see it, right? No, okay. how? That would stain my shit. So I go into the shower now and I take it all off. But I realize, okay, I go into to the bathroom and I'm like, oh shit. I dropped it, and it was probably because my glasses, like I was trying to edit, I was adjusting my glasses. I obviously smeared it onto my lower eyelid, right? I don't realize this. I get in the shower. Now I'm taking off my glasses so I can take a shower. I wash it off, wash it off my face, wash out, take the towel. I have a light-colored towel in my towel in my bathroom, and I'm like... After I get out of the shower, I'm wiping, and there's nothing, right? I'm like, good. I rinsed it out good enough, right? Yeah. Now, I'm blind without my contacts on my glasses, right? Yeah. So now my hair is up in the fucking twisty blanket uh, towel. Yeah. I open my eyes, I look in the mirror, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, I have, like, a quarter-size black. My whole upper eyelid right here. <laughs> Was black. Permanent eyeshadow. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. No problem. I'll just take a little soapy soap on yeah, the, so- the corner of my soap. tower. So- Listen, so you understand. Can you get the visual? Towels wrapped up on my head. I take the corner of the towel, put a little soapy soap, and yeah. I rub. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so then I rub more and more and more, and I keep... I keep rubbing. I'm adding a little more soap. I'm rubbing. I'm like, oh, good. It's gone. So now Aaliyah is going to tweeze my few wild hairs, right? So she goes to touch this, like, ow. And then I tell her the story. So I said, it's a little sensitive. Is it red? She goes, yeah, it's a little pink. 
I wake up the next morning. I have scabs here. No. <laughs> I rubbed like a whole fucking layer. That's why the color was gone because I literally. You exfoliated <laughs> your skin off. <laughs> but I literally have. That's why I asked you if you could see me. No. I have scabs oh. here from me rubbing so hard. I don't have a quarter size black dot on my eye. Which anymore. one is better? <laughs> Which one do you prefer? <laughs> I'm like, shit, if it was the other eye, my emo hair covers it. <laughs> You should have just took some hair dye and put it on the other eye. Just matched it. Just like be permanent eyeshadow. Yeah, smoky eyes all the time. But holy shit, I couldn't believe That's because it wasn't hysterical. bothering me when I was doing it. Yeah. I just kept. You yeah. know, it's like when you were kids. Did you ever do that? Like the eraser thing no probably it was all right any of the older eraser people, on your skin anybody that's older will listen we i don't know i forgot what they used to call it it was called like it was like a pussy test like if what? you were a pussy to say oh. ow so you took like the the pencil like eraser kind of and you would go like no, this we didn't do that but we walked around with fucking scars on our hands because we <gasps> never wanted to like say mercy and give up on it so we wanted to prove that we could stand pain but that's exactly what i did to my eyebrow wow. so now i have skibs so my <laughs> My eyebrows are beautiful. They're they're dark. They're beautiful. They're shaping. But I got scabs. I used to do Dumbass. the Elmer's glue thing on my hand. Did you guys do that? Yes. Oh, love that was that. passed down through the generations. I would love to still do. That. It's <laughs> it's, like it's the, soothing. Yeah. It is. And then when you peel it off and you see all the like the, ooh, ooh, the like ridges. your fingerprints, yes, yeah. it's like so beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> it is. It's just Very beautiful. beautiful. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I don't know why that just reminded me of it. Talk to me. Your children got all those rain boots. I know. And you never took the damn picture. I just saw them the other day sitting in the mudroom, and I was like, wait a second. Yeah, because corona. We have to do that. Yes. Yeah, but so now maybe- it's going to rain the next few days. We can go out tomorrow, and I can take no, my camera. This is, listen, this is on my kids. Mm-hmm. I already told them. This is what... It was special and important to me, so whether it happens... For next year, for a gift, I just want that picture. That class, that that picture that I have in my head is what I want. You'll have to show me your vision so that I properly, like, Execute go on like it. Pinterest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What were you going to say before I said that? Because you're like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> nothing. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> ah, oh, we could explain. <laughs> if uh, you guys listen, listen to the podcast. You'll know what she's about to say. Okay, well, Alyssa, in this. Um, on the table that we sit at on our little desk, she has a, cl- uh, a, 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 a pencil cup and she has a little clip, like a little hair clip, like a clippy clip. It's for Jerry to take her bangs out of her face when she's having a rough day. Okay. <laughs> so that was another thing. I don't, I did tell that story, right? So when I'm, cause I'm trying to grow up my bangs, they're really long and they get annoying. So I use this little clippy clip to clip them up. And then one day with Aaliyah in the backyard, I was telling her the story about how I used the clip and I actually gouged a oh, piece yes. of skin out of my forehead. Anyway, so now I realize it's multi-purpose, multi-purposeful, multi-purpose, whatever. It's got a multi-purpose because today it is clipped on my pointer finger because <laughs> I'm going to use it as a reminder to not say the words that you know I don't like when I say, even though Alyssa said it, she doesn't even notice it until I mention it. Yeah. But it really drives me crazy. So I'm going to use this as a reminder, a friendly reminder to not say those words. You know. You know what I was going to say. No! No! I don't want you to say them, Alyssa. Now it's all Alyssa's fault. If I say it, it's because it's fresh in my mind. (laughs) You could have never said it. Now it's too far gone because we've said it too many times on the podcast. People know that you say it now, so now they're going to know when you're saying it. 
putting my phone down, y'all, uh-huh. so we can concentrate <laughs> on this. So, yeah, okay, so Jerry's got a, a hair clip clipped to her finger. It's like on that show. Did we talk about this last time, or was this off the podcast? I don't remember. What show? Um, where's Cooks in America? When people, because you're supposed to hold a chef's knife like this. Oh, You're not yeah. supposed to put your finger on top of it. Right. So and they Anne go comes and, and puts the red mark on their finger. Yeah, she takes a red Sharpie and she puts a red line on their finger. So it's like a reminder. Like if they go like this, oh shit, they see the red line. So now if you go to say something, you have a clip in front of your face. Yeah. You I mean, just maybe clip I it on your just, nose. I was going to say, let me just clip it on my lips. So I was going to say. Did I just do that? I was going to say, let me just clip it on my lips. Fuck. So this clip isn't working. But it, see, okay, so there's a difference, right? So in that instance, I think it, it was appropriate to say, yeah, I was going to say, because I said, oh, you should clip it on your nose because you went to say, let me just clip it on my lips. And I got to say my saying first. Mm. So you can say there, yeah, I was going to say, because it relates to what I was saying. And you genuinely had the thought in your head first, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like it's different when you had nothing in your head, I say a sentence, and then you go to respond to the sentence, and right. you say, yeah, I was going to say, because you weren't going to say that until I said what I said. Right. Does that make sense? Right. But if you actually had the thought in your head first- Correct. Before you, I, I said something- Which is why I've got to break that habit. But you can say it in certain instances, because I say it too. I'd rather not say it. I'd At rather all. try to figure out another way Listen, of- I like the dedication. You're working on yourself. I'm trying. I mean, I have a scab on my eyebrow. <laughs> But your bitch is trying. <laughs> and I think it was yesterday, not yesterday, the day before I'm lying. Day before, I was like, it, it's, it happened a second time. What? I felt pretty. Good. I did. I just felt good. I don't know. My shirt fit well that day. Nice. I don't know. It's the day we were doing sprinkles, sprinklers, remember? I was yes. dirty. I had mud all over me. Like I, my, I felt your confidence that day. You did really. Yeah, it radiates when you have confidence. But sure. that day, I felt pretty, and I don't know why. Good, because that's not even the day that I got all dolled up. Yesterday, I felt, I felt like shit. Did you really? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I, I think it's um, okay. So Zayn and I went out to dinner for the first time in over three and a half months. Amazing. And I think it's when you anticipate, like, oh, first time going out, I'm going to get all dolled up. I'm going to, like, and you put a lot of pressure on yourself to, like, Mm. look really nice. Mm. And then, like, we ended up kind of rushing. I was going to say, see, I never did. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) But did you have that thought in your head? No, because I just said I was rushing. Correct. So you didn't have a thought in your head until I'm I just said gonna something. Like, I'm going to staple my lips shirt, shut and just sit here and <laughs> enjoy this podcast. <laughs> okay. That reminds me. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't fit that sentence. All right, continue with your story. It'll, it'll come to me. You were going to say something about I said you were getting, getting ready. dolled up. Yeah. Right. So when I go out to eat, I don't get dolled Well, I guess... For Put on me, some makeup, my get dressed. version of yeah. getting dolled up, but usually it's just slap on a coat of mascara, yeah. put my contacts, straighten my hair, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, that is getting dolled up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You do you do something- A different level of dolling Yeah, than up. the average day Correct. if you go out to eat, right? Correct. Um, so I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to like make sure you put on a cute outfit. Like it's been three and a half months. You've been waiting to like mm. go out and mm-hmm. wear something cute and look nice. And then we were just in a rush and like it was so hot and humid. And I was just like, I wanted to curl my hair and I'm like, it's gonna fucking frizz up. I just threw it up in a ponytail and like I rushed my outfit. So I just kind of like, 
I don't know. I overthink that shit a lot. You probably looked cute as fuck anyway. Thank you. And... I got a drink in me and I was fine. Oh, case closed. <laughs> case closed. <laughs> she was feeling real good then. I was like, I look great. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were just rushing out of the house and it's just that expectation of like, you want to look extra, mm-hmm. but then like you just rush and you don't. But anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bailey just came running in like a little nut. She look, doesn't she look like a little New York City rat? Because she's so Alyssa. small. No, just like running around. Like when she's you see, smaller than a New York City rat. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen one. Oh, I see them on the subways when we're waiting for the train. I'm just saying. Do you really? I've never seen one in my life. Next time we go, I'll show okay. you. Okay. Because I see point one, one out. Times. I will. In my peripheral vision, when I just see her little gray body run yeah, by, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a little rat <laughs> scurrying by. Um, anyways, yeah. So we went out to eat. Uh, the food was fucking delicious. We went to if you're familiar on Long Island. Uh, the fuck was I called? Refuge. Refuge in Melville. Mm. It was bomb. Definitely pricey, but you know we haven't went out to eat in the last three and a half months, so it made up for for it. For it. Okay. And we also got a drink each. We got two appetizers and we got two meals. Mm. Definitely, our eyes were definitely bigger than our stomachs. We have a lot of leftovers, but that's good. Dude, nachos underrated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like... Like good nachos. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I feel like you, people don't think about it as much. Like, you think appetizer, you think, like, spinach dip or chicken wings mm. or, like, onion rings, mozzarella sticks, but, like, nachos? See, nachos, yes. Chips and salsa, no. Because no. I can get chips and salsa upstairs anytime I right. want, you know? Like, right. a good nacho, though. Because mm-hmm. I make nachos. I could do nachos. I love taking just tortilla chips with... Um, Shredded cheese. I do Munster cheese. Mm. Munster cheese, little refried beans and Ooh. jalapenos. Ooh. Throw it in the mic. Well, I throw it in the microwave with the jalapeno, with the, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And then when it comes out, I'll add like the jalapenos. And Aaliyah likes her sour cream. I don't. Love sour cream. I know. <clears throat> it's funny. I don't like that white stuff. <laughs> that white stuff. There's other white stuff like yeah. that, like mayonnaise. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like nachos are just forgotten about. Like, I, I forget about them until I have them in front of me. I'm like, holy shit. These are, like, top 10 so favorite good. food. Yeah, it was good nachos, huh? Hell yeah. And then we you, got, what was on there? So there was the melted cheese. There was pico de gallo, which I would have liked a little more onion. It was a lot of tomato. There was sliced jalapenos, which were fucking spicy. Even Zane didn't eat them because they were really spicy jalapenos. And then there was, like, a shredded beef. Oh, mm. my God. See, God, that sounds, that sounds good to die for. Very simple, mm-hmm. but the there it was fresh corn tortillas fried. Mm. It was like fresh was, chips. Yeah, you you can always tell. See, I caught myself. Good job. I'm sitting here playing <laughs> with this clip. You can always tell the fresh chips. And oh I yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love them too when they're thinner mm-hmm. and crispier, like lighter. Like I love them. Some restaurants mm-hmm. have like these the were light. thick, but they were massive. So you put like it was like a little mini pizza. You put all the oh. toppings on, and then you, yeah, dude, they were good. And then we got calamar. Mm. Mm. So good. We, we didn't expect the appetizer to be that big, though. We, You know, when you go to a fancy restaurant and get an appetizer, just like two little pieces of food. Yeah, yeah. No. No, huh? It was like a boat. We have leftovers. I'll have wow. you try when we're done. So bomb. So, yeah, we filled up on our drinks. And then our appetizers. So and then the we were like, the meal fuck. came, it was like yeah. stuffed. I know. After we finished eating the appetizers, we were chowing because we were so hungry. We looked at each other and we were like, you hungry? He's like, no, I'm so full. Are you hungry? I'm we like, just nah. take that meal to go, please. Yeah. Just put it in a to-go bread. Literally. Don't even bring it to the table. Just bring it in a bag. Yeah, we took a few bites and then go. put it away. So that'll be lunch today. Mm-hmm. Lunch Anywho's is done. This is true. 
I so, love leftovers for that purpose that you don't gotta oh, yeah. think about a meal. I know. And you, you when know? you forget about them and you open the fridge and, and you see like, them, it's like, yes, oh, like the, yes, like the light goes off. <laughs> yeah, like, the fridge thankfully. light suddenly looks a lot brighter. <laughs> Yesterday we winded up getting Subway, which, okay. So. And you got pupusas. Yeah, the day before. What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't get to pupusas. You didn't? No, I ever got them. I, oh. got, I got a piece of grilled chicken. Wow, look at That's, you. Me and, me and Aaliyah shared yeah. their grilled chicken dish because their grilled chicken dish comes with two pieces. So we just shared, shared that. Yum. And um, I had a little rice. Mm-hmm. And Aaliyah had a little rice, and that was it. Yum. I didn't eat the pupusa. You're strong because I would eat them. Nope. I'm trying. I still haven't lost a fucking ounce, but I'm still trying. Oh, I'm God, still this... watching every fucking thing that you goes You definitely have. You think? Yeah. No, I mean, the scale's not saying so. Yeah, but, but maybe you're doing. You're gaining you know? muscle though too, because well, you're working out. Yeah. You're not just not. You're not just eating healthier. You're working out. True. True. You definitely look like you've lost a few pounds for yeah, sure. So? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You yeah. even said it yourself that you're feeling better. <laughs> I that you can't you can't stress on the number of the scale. Uh, no, I I I don't weigh myself. I I know. I know I shouldn't, and I haven't yeah. weighed myself in a little, a couple of days or go so. Go by how but your stuff fits. You said your shirt was fitting good, huh? Yeah. There you go. I think that's what it was that day. Yeah. It just felt good. But then yesterday, I had a terrible day. I felt terrible about myself yesterday. Mm. Maybe but you should try to stop have, weighing yourself so much. Yeah, I haven't in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yesterday, I just felt like my back titties are bigger than my front titties. <laughs> and I hate that. That has got to be. <laughs> I I. That's my most, I am so insecure about that. Like, so insecure about that. If I could just take this and put it up front, I'd be set. You want bigger boobs? Can well, we trade? I would, I, would less, I, I would want less back boob. I want smaller it's boobs. It's disgusting. Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, mm. you can see people that are 200 pounds heavier than me, and they carry all their weight in front, uh-huh. like have flat backs. I don't have flat backs. I got more rolls on my back than I do on my belly. and it, it, Yeah, but it's I'm sure that attractive. if you talk to them, they would say they want it dispersed evenly. Oh, I... I you want I what agree. you don't have. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. It's just, that's one of my big insecurities. So yeah. is my teeth. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so... Well, I'm I would like to join the itty bitty titty community with you. Hmm. Your boobs aren't even small. I mean, I've never seen them, but <laughs> I mean, you want to no. <laughs> you want to say, <laughs> um, but wearing yeah. tops would would be quite more enjoyable. Because mm. I don't like to have my tits all out and about. You know what I mean? I'm just mm-hmm. not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. It's just not the style I like to go for. Right. It's hard to hide them. <laughs> Anyways. She's sitting here with just a big oversized. Literally, me. It's a sleep shirt, right? Is that you're wearing right now? Or is it a dress? A t shirt dress kind of thing. Yeah, it's cute. Thanks. Um, It'd look cuter if I was like ready, but I look like a bum right now. (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like pajamas. (laughs) Alyssa's looking like a bum. It's like mine, like all dolled up and ready to go (laughs) with nothing on. My hair is a a hair and a cute, like. Oh, thanks. Pony, her earrings. You put on earrings, it makes I, you feel better. It does. Mm-hmm. I always I didn't wear have them. my earrings on. Yesterday, I remember going, go. wow, where are my earrings? Because when I put my mask on, I have to go extra wide to get over my hoops. Yes, and so then I'm I get like, stuck oh, in there. Oh, my goodness, where where are my earrings? Yeah. Shit. Earrings make a whole. It makes me feel so much better. It does. Mm-hmm. That's maybe why I was feeling so shitty yesterday. You got on con- those hoops. I was concentrating on my back titties because I didn't have my <laughs> earrings on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start looking at the way your clothes fit. I haven't weighed myself in months. Yeah. I haven't weighed myself since 
Like, yeah. Way wow. before quarantine, probably. I don't even know how much I weigh. Mm. But I don't want to look because if I feel good and then I see the number is higher. Right. It just affects like the what, what you see in the mirror. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if it. Yeah. Even if you feel better, but you see the number on the scale, it's it like, does, wait, fuck. It, yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Unless I you're like going through training uh, like hardcore and you need to like weigh and you're doing macros and shit. Then I don't feel like it's necessary. I, I was talking to Ever. He took the dogs on a. We were going for a walk. Yeah. But he took the dogs first to like tire them out. And then we decided because they were so tired that we didn't even need to. But he had mentioned, you know, do you want to try a bike? Do you think you're back? You can try a bike. And as soon as he said that, and I know I've said the story about what somebody told me years ago, but I can't get over it. And yesterday I was really struggling. I was having like such a deep conversation with him. I'm like, you know what really pisses me off is that we can answer emails and I could tell people and I can get upset with them going, why can't you just, why do you hold a stranger's comment mm-hmm. of value? Yeah. But I can't let it go. Yeah. And it's fucking 20 years later and I can't let it go. And something that That's somebody so told me something that somebody told me 20 years ago that I know he is a piece of shit or he was wrong for saying it or the comment wasn't nice. It's still 20 years later, I won't get on a bike. It's mm-hmm. still like I hear the word bike and all that comes back in the like emotions. PTSD. That emotions, look, I'm getting emotional now, but the emotions of what I felt immediately come back to me. Mm. And I told Ever, I really need to fucking get help with this because mm. I could I could preach to everybody and their mother. Mm. Don't let it hold water. It's Don't hard to take let. your own advice. But why? it's just that one thing. I mean, it's not just that one thing. There's a couple of things. You have to sit and deep think about it. the worst. Yeah, sit and deep, th- like, deep think about it. Think deep you know, about I, it. <laughs> deep think about it. <laughs> But I've done things, you know, like they tell you to like put it in the universe, write it down, burn it. Girl, over the years, I've burnt that so many times and it's still, I can't release it. There's got to be an underlying feeling there that you don't know yet. And, oof, we're going to get deep right now. You ready? Yeah. Hold on, I'm getting a tissue. I am not going to say nothing because I have this clip on my finger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get deep, real deep. Oh, no. Okay. Zane and you have always told me comments that are made on social media that you have no problem with them because they're trolls or they hold no content. If somebody turns around and goes, oh, well, let's see, your hair looks like shit today or something. You don't care because it's, or Alyssa, oh my God, you look fat today. It depends on my mental health that day. But if I'm taking things seri- like to heart. Zane, Zane and you have both, ex- I'm pretty sure you too, but Zane has expressed to me, it doesn't bother me because it's not true. Yeah. That's why I think this has stuck with me because I know I'm fat. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think it holds truth and I think that's why it's stuck with me all this time. And obviously I'm still fat. So I think, I think that's why that comment really did so much damage because it was mm-hmm. the truth and it hurt, mm-hmm. you know? And I believe it. I, I get what you're saying because I've said that, like, yeah, if somebody's like, oh, your nose is ugly, then I don't really care about that. But if somebody's giving me, like, mean, constructive criticism about something that I kind of feel is true, like, oh, I don't know, 
Let me pull something out of my ass. Um, <laughs> Just pull it out of your ass, Alyssa. It doesn't belong there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, something like, I don't know. Uh, your thumbnails have gotten really badly edited. Like something like that. Whereas, when you work so hard on doing them. And if I've like, if say that week I've put a lot of thought into them and I've been insecure about this is something so fucking stupid and not even comparable to what you're telling me, but I'm just trying no, to use an example. No, it absolutely <clears throat> is. Like if I have been insecure about my thumbnails and been overthinking it and been like to going to Zane, like, oh, they suck. Like I have no creative vision for them. Da, da, da. And then if somebody comments and says your thumbnails suck, that's going to hit me harder. Right. That's going to hit me harder right. than just like a... You suck. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's what I was trying and to say. And that's what I am referring to. Mm-hmm. Like when you and Zane, because over the years, I will say how... See, that's not the same com- content. No, um, <laughs> I will say to you guys, how does comments, how does negative comments not bother you? And you guys have always said to me, mm-hmm. because it's just hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah. It's just people looking... You know, a lot of times people will say something, and if you go back at them, they're like, oh, I didn't mean... Or they delete it, yeah. Well, they delete... Right. So, but the ones that hurt are the ones because it's true. And I think that's why this one has resonated with me for 20 years. I always got the comments when I was growing up. You know, your eyes are so beautiful, Jerry, if you just lose weight. Who the fuck says you? Times have changed so much. Like, people used to say that shit in high school. Does that still happen nowadays? Where people, like, I hope not. people have the balls in high school to go up to people and, like, literally say hurtful things. Like, I feel like times have changed. But that was, like, family members and stuff like that. Ew, it was just... But that's not family, though. <clears throat> that's not family. But I think it's so deeply Im- embedded in me. It's like, I was programmed that way. That's traumatizing. So I just don't know how... Like, I've been to therapy over the years. I've been to a few therapists, you know, and it's like... Yeah, but how long ago was that, though? You should go now. Yeah. I think everybody should go to therapy. I just, Yeah, I need to go to therapy ASAP. <laughs> this is my therapy. This is my release today, so I'm sorry I'm a mess, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, you need to go to somebody that... I'm in my that, feels, yeah. and I'm a little vulnerable today, mm-hmm. but... You 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 know what therapy is good for like things like that that like you've heard, you know when you were younger from your family members or whatever the guy yelling it to you on the street. There's like, you may not, I mean I guess you do realize it, but you know you may not realize how much those little things can really traumatize you and create underlying problems that in therapy they bring out. They're like, oh, you're feeling that way because this happened and that happened and they connect the dots for you. You know what I mean? And that's where I think that you'll get clarity is when you when you get some connections made of, you know, why you feel the way you do and why you haven't moved past it. Like, that's what a therapist will do for you is be like, this is why you haven't moved past it because X, Y, and Z. And it, you'll just come to realizations. You know what I mean? Like, you'll have a lot of ah uh, moments mm-hmm. that will like ease your mind a little bit, you know? I think it would be really good for you. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. I finally have insurance, though. So, so that was the other do thing. do it, dude. I didn't have insurance for years, so. Beautiful. So you call and you say, when's your nearest appointment? And go. Just do it. Yeah, no, I will. You'll feel so much better, I promise. I promise. I just have to find a good therapist. because that For last, sure. That last one I went to? Whew, you didn't like her. I didn't like her at Yeah, all. but that's why you try a few people. Mm-hmm. I would do a few sessions with a person, get to know them, see if you really like them. And then you can always switch it up. Insurance is a beautiful thing. Just keep changing them up. 
As long as they take your insurance. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll do. I'll do. But actually help yourself. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Like you deserve it. It's a, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. You'll, every time you walk out of a session, you'll be like, oh, okay. One day of better. One day of growth. You know? One no, day I'm of bettering myself. There's things about me that I am growing. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think this is something major that I just need to... You know, I've said since as long as I can remember, if they bottled up and sold confidence and self-esteem on a shelf, I'd buy that shit up at at any cost because mm. that's what I need. You know, mm. like I ha I see, I see people that are twice the size of me that are just beaming in confidence, and they look beautiful because they have that confidence. You need to so go whether talk they were a hundred pounds or five hundred pounds, they would look beautiful because they're confident. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yesterday in the conversation, it was like, even when I lost all that weight and I was fit and I was toned, I was muscular and I was strong, I still felt like shit about myself. It's a mental thing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I knew it. That's why I won't go on a diet again. Yeah. Like I won't do a Nutrisystem or a Weight Watchers or anything like that because I realize it's deep rooted. Yeah. And, um. It's probably like all this work now. I mean, yes, the medicine, my doctors confirmed that this medicine definitely makes you gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if I was to come off of this medicine in the future, I think it's become like a security blanket of such. Mm-hmm. Like I just, not a security blanket. That's kind of the opposite of what I'm saying. Like it's just, it's it's who I created my. <clears throat> I don't know what I'm saying. Forget it. Let's move on. Let's. Well, what's I, going on in your life? I, today, th- <laughs> I think that it's it's hard to hear from like you know like your family members, Zane and I, whatever. Like you're beautiful. Like have some confidence. Like you're like yeah, it's fucking easy to say that. But how do I apply it? Therapists, I feel like, are trained to have the words to say to you and have the you know coping mechanisms and and you know like certain. Um, I don't know. It's just like something they've studied on how to help people psych- like psychologically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they'll have the right tools, the professional tools to right. actually help you rather than just hearing you're beautiful. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's only so much that we can do because we don't have the professional training mm-hmm. to say the right things that will trigger actually things in your brain to help you think differently. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's better than just hearing a compliment. It's not going to affect you as much. It's like ever. He, he tells me a million times, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Look at those beautiful blue eyes. Right. Beautiful blue eyes. Right. And all I hear is lies. Right. So. So if you hear like not just a compliment, like a therapist isn't going to sit there and be like, but you're beautiful. They're not going to do that. But you beautiful eyes. I mean, if you right. just lose weight. Like a therapist will actually apply what you're thinking, mm-hmm. you know, like in a professional way and actually yeah. Word help. Up. I know. Well. I don't- <laughs> I told you we'd wind up having shit to say. <laughs> I know. Every we time always before start, we start the yeah. podcast, I'm like, Jerry, what the fuck are we going to start this podcast for? Nothing new is new. We're still this. We're still, We're nothing still has stuck changed. Inside. Yeah. And now it's like, I, and here we are. I told her. 32 minutes in. 32. Here we go. 32 minutes <laughs> in. All yeah. Right. I mean, I'm going to cut some of that bullshit out. No, you're not. You're going to leave it all in because this is good conversation that some people might need to hear that feel like you and this might trigger them to think differently. Okay. Love yourself. Absolutely.
You can't love nobody else until you love yourself. And I love myself on the inside. Like, I honestly think As I'm a such a good person. Right. Like, I really give a fuck about people. I, like, morally, I'm a great person. Morally, I'll never hurt anybody intentionally, stab somebody behind the back. Like, I have no ill intentions on anybody. Like, I'll always, everybody always comes first in my book. Which is something else you need to work on. But that, I mean, there's people like that in the world. There's, you know, not everybody can be one way, you know? So I'm that kind of person. I just need to know. I need, need to, to find just, balance and also I need to not let my selfish. physical affect my mental. That's what I got to yeah. do. Yeah. But if That's we're if problem. we're talking in terms of, like, putting everybody first, like, there needs to be a balance there of also sometimes putting yourself first. Like, going to therapy and taking time for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're, you know... Like, you should just go. Yeah, no, Like, I you're will. considering it. Yeah, no, I will. But just actually go, way. though. No, I will. Okay. Take time for yourself. Absolutely. Okay. Love you. I love you. <laughs> okay. Let's give some people advice, because we're in the position to give yeah, it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who the fuck am I? We should have a little disclaimer. It's like, you know, when you do you do side effects might include... <laughs> Please don't, Money take back Please don't take our fucking advice seriously. We are not trained professionals. Oh, okay. Lord. We are definitely not professionals, but I have enough life experiences, and Alyssa has a lot of... And, ba- and Bailey said Bailey says hi. me too. She said... Uh-huh. She says, you woke me up for my damn nap, Mom, and I'm not happy about it. Little one. She's still so teeny tiny. I just love her. <laughs> so do I. I didn't know I could love another cat. It's exactly Wait how I... you have kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly how I felt. Okay. Let's go. Let's do this shit. Okay. I'm sick of hearing myself talk. Will you read the first one? <laughs> I'm the one that just didn't shut the fuck that... Shut the fuck up shut that whole time. Shut the fuck time. that time. Shut the fuck that. Okay, fine. Okay. But <laughs> All right. Go. Friend advice help. Hey, girls. Oh. What? Okay. Thanks for creating such a wonderful podcast. I couldn't have more wonderful wonderful Mondays. (laughs) More wonderful Mondays and Thursdays, especially during these crazy times. Anywho, let me get to it because I, we need some advice. LOL. Okay. A little backstory. I recently got married to my best friend of six years and we are loving life. With being married, you marry each other's family and friends. True. His group of friends since day one have welcomed me with open arms open arms and are now like family to me my husband and his quote pack of friends have been friends for a very long time they all grew up together so they were all very close so one of our best friends started dating this girl now let me tell you this girl is just something else they've been dating for two years and she still does not talk when we all hang out at first i thought okay she's just shy i get it it's a new group of people for her i was a little shy too at first when i met the whole pack <laughs> also, our friend is our roommate, and he decided he wanted her to move in as well. It's been a crazy year and a half living with them. We are in the same building, and I still don't get a peep out of her. If our friend isn't home, she's locked in their room. If he is home, she's stuck on him like a piece of gum. That's also what she does when we hang out as a group, which sometimes sucks because our friend isn't really there with us. He's distracted with her because he wants to make sure that she is okay. I've tried many times to hang out with her, invite her places, make her part of everything we're doing, but I get nothing back from her. She just makes herself an outsider for no reason. OMG, I could go on about her, but I don't want to give 
out too much in public. My husband and I recently announced to our friends and family that we are in the process of buying a house together and moving on with our life as a married couple. Our friend is now thinking of marrying her and buying a house with her, and it just makes us a little scared. But at the same time, we feel like, hey, it's not our life. Let him do him. If he makes, if she makes him happy, cool. We all believe it's important that we like her, all like her, and get along with her, but it seems like he doesn't care. What do we do? Do we back off and let him do him, or do we all say something? Help. Sorry for a long email. Love you guys. Stay safe. He attached, she attached pictures of the pack and some fix of her fur babies. Oh, and she added... Oh, don't read it out loud, she says. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Look at the baby. Oh. Oh. Love you, baby. Your fur babies are so cute. Look at these pictures. So pretty. Okay. Go ahead, Liz. What you got, girl? It's hard because he was a really good friend of theirs, and now it kind of feels like he's taken away from this girl. But like you said, at the end of the day, if he if she makes him happy, you got to just let them ride the wave, you know? Try to stay close with him. Try to not let her take him away. It doesn't sound like she's a toxic person that's like, oh, you can only hang out with me and that's it. It sounds like she just, like, isn't interested and is just interested like in him. Introvert. She just doesn't yeah. want to be... Yeah, maybe try and get into a deep conversation with her and mm-hmm. open her up, you know? Like, find out, like, does she have social anxiety? Like, does she just not have an interest in becoming friends with you guys and she just wants to stay with him? If they're going to get a house and get married, mm-hmm. then that's pretty serious. I feel like if you're best friends with this guy, then you should know her a little bit more, yeah. you know? I agree. Sometimes people Um, like that need to have somebody else start the conversation to open them up. I agree. But. (laughs) Um, My Uncle Doug, who was my entire life, he was my father when my father wasn't there. Right. He married Pat. And. Hashtag fuck Pat. Everything (laughs) changed. Like he was the most. I have pictures. He was the most outgoing. Fun loving. Yeah. I mean, he was he he was like I don't know. He was everything. Everybody mm. loved Dougie. He had a lot of great friends, great family. We just had so many good memories. And then he married her. And when he got with her, because he had other girlfriends, you know, and when he got with her, everybody was like, What the fuck? She was so completely different than anybody else. And then he proposed, and then he married. And when I tell you literally, he just vanished. You know what's hard with people like that, though? They're so in the moment, in love, whatever you want to call it, that any outside opinion, they don't believe it because they're so invested in the relationship that they're in. So even if you did talk to this guy that is with this girl, it's going to go over his head. But you also might lose that right. relationship. Right. You know? I wouldn't do that. I would definitely, like Alyssa said, have try to have a deep conversation with the girl. But, like, I know my uncle lost every family member, his best friends. Like, he had zero. Like, his only contact was his wife. And it sounds still, like she was very manipulative. Like, yes. she wanted him to not have contact with anyone else. Exactly. And, Which I don't think this is the case in this email. I hope not. Right. 
you know, because right. if she still, you know, if she comes around and is just staying to herself and even though people are trying, she might. And then when they leave, she might have that control on him because why would he say, mm. you know, there's something, you know, like we always used to say, oh, he's pussy whooped, you know, and stuff like that <laughs> to my uncle. But it never, like he's still to this day. And I'm happy for him because they're obviously still together and they're a happy couple. But the sacrifice of him losing every friend. Yeah, that's shitty. And fa- like every friend. Yeah. Like he has no connection to anybody. And to me, it's like for one person. How do you person, not realize that? But for one person. Yeah, no. So I hope that this is not the case, you know? Um, Ask definitely. her to go out to lunch. Aww. You know, like just try, like you. You move out, move into your new house, whatever, with your husband, and know that you tried. Mm-hmm. I think that will give you peace of mind. Like, you know what? I asked her to go out to lunch. I tried to have a conversation with her. She still doesn't want to open up. I tried to be the bigger person and, and, and make it a relationship, and she just really wasn't having it. Right. Which I doubt that that would be the case. I think if you tried to become friends with her, I think Maybe. she might open up. Yeah. Because if she hasn't done anything toxic, talked shit, you know, been a bitch to you, said anything petty, rolled her eyes, if she's just like not talking, then I, it sounds like she might have to open up. Because if 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 she was behaving in a toxic way, then I would say screw her, just leave her be, and maybe hopefully your friend will realize that she's shitty. But it doesn't sound like she's very shitty. You know what I mean? All right. So yeah, I think. You know, be the better person, like Alyssa right. said. Ask out to lunch, try, and then just know in your heart you tried. And if it doesn't work, then you did the right thing. And you should be able to be calm and happy with that. You know, yeah. like at least you tried. Exactly. And if somebody doesn't want it, you gotta let them go. Exactly. Your cats and your dog just totally do a fucking bowl. Okay, what's poppin' Alyssa and Jerry? This is a long one, but I need to. It needs to be set straight. I need to be set straight. Oh, I'll set you, girl. I'll set you straight. Can't set my damn self straight, but (laughs) okay. My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost six years. We are twenty three. He has lied to me about smoking in the beginning of a relationship and has lied about talking to another girl. Once we officially started dating, he continued to lie about smoking weed, and I find out every time, and he says, and he'd say he'd start telling me if he does instead of lie. He thought I'd be mad if he did it. Is it cigarettes or weed? Weed. Marijuana. About smoking weed. It says weed? Yeah. Oh. Smoking weed. Further into our relationship. Oh, I see it now. Further into the relationship, we took a break around the four-year mark, August of 2018. It was a three-ish month break, and he came back to me seeing me living my best life. I asked if he talked to any girls during our break, and he said no. But I found out that he had a Tinder toward the end of our relationship of July 2018 and talked to a girl, let's call her T, about sexual things. Mm. This um, has stopped... When he became into me again and hadn't talked to her since November of 2018, things started being uh, also instead of being into just me, he talked, snapped, looked up on social media many times a day, asked to hang out. He did hide. He did hide the fact he was talking to this girl from school. Let's call her Jay. Wait, so there's J and a T. Okay. I, of course, found out since they have been stressed and anxious 
I, of course, found out. And since then. then, have been stressed and anxious. He still may be into Jay. He said he isn't, and he wasn't into her in the first place. Mm. In May 2019, I asked him to unfollow her on Snap and Instagram. He did, from what I thought. After thinking he unfollowed her, I saw back on his Snapchat, December 2019, and that he had liked a picture of her on Instagram, September of 2019. Even though I didn't see him following her on Instagram, it's been almost six months since that lie about Jay, and he has been... And he has made mistakes and understands what he he has done wrong, but doesn't want me to talk about it anymore. And he doesn't think adding, he doesn't think adding her or liking her pick is cheating. Although he knows he shouldn't because it hurts me. Should I believe him? Should I believe him that he won't cheat? And this isn't a isn't the type of guy after lying and emotionally cheating on me multiple times. I want to because I think he's the one. But a part of me still is nervous because he'll that he'll do it again. And kind of am waiting for something really bad, physical cheat, so I could be done. And he'll know he actually did something wrong. Love you and thank you. Girl, I'm exhausted for you. I'm exhausted for you, too. You need to walk away. Walk away. She like so in One the last- mistake is enough. You learn from that awful mistake. But he's done this multiple times. My cat says, leave his ass. Okay. She's meowing so much that she's falling asleep with her mouth open. Oh, precious. Love her. Okay. Um, she said, love you and thank you. Uh, we love you too. We love and you. you deserve better. Wait, but she, she literally said, I, I think he's the one and followed it up with the, I'm waiting for something really like physical to cheat so I could be done with him. If you're, you're in a relationship contradic- and you're waiting for something to happen, that's not a good sign. No. And she, but she said he's the one, but I'm waiting for him to physically cheat so I could be done with him. Girlfriend. No. Just reread that last line you sent us. He's lied to you multiple times. And then he he doesn't even want to bring it it up anymore. Why? He doesn't want to talk about it. Why? Because it makes him uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable that you did something wrong. Fuck off, asshole. (laughs) Very laid it out. Shit. Girlfriend, you, you deserve better. Move on. Too mad. Once a lie is a mistake. Too many times after that is not a mistake anymore. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. I think that you know you deserve better. Yep. Okay. Relationship advice. Help me because I'm going crazy. Hi, okay. Jerry and Alyssa. Um, my name is Zena and I'm 22. I'm from Poland, so I'm sorry for my grammar in advance. You're good. Uh, I got you. Watch. It's going to be better than most emails. <laughs> I was wondering if you could help me give advice for my situation because you guys are like therapists for many people, including me. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Very appropriate for today. Yeah. My, uh, me and my boyfriend are together for about four years now. Our relationship is awesome. We love each other. And I think I found the one that I want to marry one day. Okay. Anyways, there's just one small issue here. Isn't there always? My boyfriend brought up that we should spend more time together and sleep together during the night for quite some time now. Like, not having sex, I wouldn't mind if we did, but just have sleepovers in each other's houses because we still live in our parents' houses and it's the best feeling when you can wake up to your loved one, right? Right. So if the decision was just up to me, I would definitely say yes, but there is this problem. I have a very strict mom and she wouldn't let me. I mean, she lets me go on vacations with him, but just short ones, two to three days, and she definitely knows 
we sleep in one bed together. But for some reason, she just wouldn't let me sleep in his house. We live in the same neighborhood and I still study in university. So maybe that's the reason. But I don't just don't know what to do because my boyfriend is kind of sad about that. Also, his parents are okay with me sleeping there. Also, we don't even have enough money to move in together in our own place. I think we will eventually, but I just don't want to wait three years until I graduate. I just don't want to hurt anybody and I don't want to make anybody sad or angry. Do you guys have any recommendation on what I should do to make everyone be everyone happy and be happy myself at the same time? Thank you so much for your response. Keep up the great work and I love you guys so much. Congrats on your 100th episode. I'm so happy for you and I hope that you can make another 100 episodes at least because it really uh, helps dude, she me. she said 1,000. Oh, sorry. 1,000 episodes at least because it really helps me to listen to you. God, you that. read so beautifully. Thank I, you. See, I told you I, I was going to be beautifully aspire, written. I aspire to be like you, to be able to Jerry. read like you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Zena. It, it was very beautifully written. It was, so it was beautifully easy written. to read. It was beautifully written. Um, <laughs> it seems like Bailey has a lot to say. She does. Okay, you're 22 years old. I one of my very very good friends is from Poland, so I understand the strictness. You know, like I I get that. Um, I would have a conversation with mom, and I would just be like, "Listen, I'm 22." I'm 22. Yes, I'm living in your house. But you know I'm having sex. Mm -hmm. You know we sleep in one bed. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're not. I was going to ask you how you handle it because you have Imani that's 18 and has a girlfriend and goes back and forth sleeping over Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. Oh, Oh my goodness. When I was a kid, right, my brother always had Jennifer at the house. And my mom was always, like, she didn't give a shit. She was fine with it. Yeah. And then the first time that I wanted Dave to sleep over, it was like all hell broke loose. And I said to my mom, I was what like, I don't hell? understand. It wasn't really, I'm, I'm making it dramatic. Right, right, right. For the listeners. <laughs> all hell definitely did not break loose. <laughs> but I had to do a little convincing, and I just didn't understand. I'm like, Mom, I don't understand. And she said, you know why? She goes, because Mike get Mike can't get pregnant but jennifer can i mean, shit mike can't get pregnant but you can but he could get the girl pregnant and still. i mean he did they have <laughs> they have kids they're married yeah. you know um but i think it was harder for her because i was a girl and now that i have grown boys i absolutely can get see it. it you get it i get it <clears throat> i absolutely you have to i protect all my kids and i worry all about all of my kids yeah but girls are something different. Mm-hmm. I just remember having Aaliyah and changing her diaper for the first time and seeing that this and feeling a completely different way. Like, mm-hmm. that's my daughter. And right. I think because there's so much bullshit, not that it doesn't happen to guys too, but you just... be easier to deal with Amani getting somebody pregnant versus somebody getting Aaliyah pregnant. Correct. It's just a different feeling. Correct. That makes sense, I guess. It, but it it doesn't because oh my right. god, you know. But it still would be bad for Amani's girl that he got pregnant, right? So it's different, but it's it's the same, but it's different. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I sound makes like sense. a fucking asshole right now. Zane would always but, ask me to sleep over, and I I would always say no. Really? Yeah, I just didn't feel comfortable with it. Hmm. Maybe I felt like we were we were too young, and it felt like not right. Or something. Because we were how old? We weren't 22. We're 22 now. Now I feel like if my mom told me, no, you can't have a sleepover, and I was 22, I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Um, When I was younger, it felt weird. 
Yeah, and Zane would say, hey, Mom, can Alyssa sleep over tonight? You know, for whatever thing I was like, yeah. a few yeah, times just, we yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I think it's interesting that Imani's 18, but if Aaliyah was 18, like, you'd feel different about it. I mean, I don't know. I'll have to wait till Aaliyah's 18. You'll see, yeah. I mean, right now, Aaliyah, the last thing in Aaliyah's fucking mind is a boy. Hmm. And yesterday I had Aileen was here yesterday and Aileen was like, Ellie, you have any boyfriends? It's like, no. It's <laughs> like, look at you. Look at this fucking eyelash. You got eyelash for days. How do you mean you don't have a boyfriend? She's like, I don't. I have no interest. She goes, I don't have time. I don't, I'm not, I don't want the drama. She's like, it's the last thing right now I want. And it's so true. You know, she has no, she's like, well, do you drink? She's like, nope. You know? She's like, well, are you doing anything else? She's like, no, I just want to study. <laughs> so, I mean, who knew? Who knows? I'll probably she'll probably turn into like the worst of all. <laughs> I feel like she's such an uh, angel. She's, she doesn't right want to do now, anything. She, right now, she breaks a loose. <laughs> breaks loose at eighteen. Right now, she's a goody goody. Um, but if Aaliyah came to me, if Aaliyah was dating somebody now, and came to me and said, Ma, can my boyfriend sleep over? I'd be like, uh, yeah, it, he can sleep over in a different room. Yeah, that's what Zane and I used to do. He's f- they're 15. Yeah, you could sleep over. Yeah. But if you were 22 and I already know that you're doing the deed and you go away on vacations and sleep in a hotel room, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, like, I don't understand. It's like once they become, this, yeah, I guess it's, it's a very strict thing, but I think yeah. you need to just maybe have a conversation and be like, mom, listen, you know, when we go away on vacation, I sleep in the same bed with him. Why is it such an issue? And see what mm-hmm. she says, you know, maybe just having that conversation, maybe she'll just be like, you know what? You're right. What is the issue? There's been times, you know, that I've sat down and talked to a mom or Zane about certain situations and they're like, eh. and it's like, oh. Like yeah, what is what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. because a lot of it Just is the way protection. we were broke up, you know. Yeah, you were brought up the, yeah. the way that I was brought up and stuff. So that's probably a lot of it. And I know a lot of countries like to stick to their traditions and yeah. are very, you know. Um, but I, listen, have a conversation, mom. I'm smart. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna protect myself. I feel like 22 is too old I to have know. to explain it to your mom. I know, like. You know, at that but, age, I feel, I just feel okay. Like but adult. if your mom said no, Alyssa, Zane can't sleep over if you guys weren't living together yet, right? At twenty two. At twenty two, right now. That would never happen in my. But family. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, hypothetical. Your mom, Zane, wanted you to start sleeping over here mm-hmm. because get the feeling of kind of waking up together, mm-hmm. like she said. Yeah. And your mom said no. I would be like, I'm sorry, Mom, but I'm an adult, and this is what I want to do. Okay. And she said, but this is my house, my rules. If I'm sleeping at your house, though, I'm I'm not asking him to sleep there. uh, Yeah, but you're my daughter, and you need to be home at night. 22 is too old for your parents to be telling you what to do. How would you deal with your mom? Uh, I don't know. That's so hard. Um, See, I think it's, I, I think if you just turn the tables, right, and you say, Mom, can you tell me what it is that bothers you about it? It that as right, a mom, like what's the I'm underlying saying that meaning? might ignite it because there's been yeah. situations you know of in this house that it's like, what what is my biggest worry 
about a, this situation, for example, mm. what is your mom's biggest worry about you sleeping at his house? Getting pregnant. Is it because she don't want you to get pregnant? Is it because she don't want the neighborhood people talking about, oh, my God, did you see her daughter slept at his house? Because she said they live in the same neighborhood. What is it that bothers you? Right. If you have that conversation, your mom might go, because I've had that conversation with my kids, mm-hmm. right? And then I realized, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. So like, maybe if you have a conversation and say, hey, mom, what is it about me sleeping at his house that bothers you? It's like you're trying to stop them from having sex or something. But you're, like, if they're why having... Why do you care? Your daughter's yeah, older. Like, why right. do you care if she's having sex? But that's what I'm saying. If you, if you have... If you have that conversation, mm-hmm. maybe it'll allow your mom to express what it is that she don't like. And it might then, she, your your mom, might then go, well, that's stupid. You're 22. I know you're having sex anyway. What's right. the big deal? Right. So I think just try to have that conversation and be like, what, yeah. why don't you want me to? Mm-hmm. I think I would handle this differently because, like, I've always been growing up, like, an independent person and like would always want to put first like what makes me happy and if my parents didn't agree with that if it's something that made me happy and I wasn't hurting anybody by doing it then that's on them like I would do what I want anyway in the most respectful way possible you know like if my mom like I wouldn't be she said here I don't want to hurt anyone or make anybody sad or angry like if I'm spending time with my boyfriend and that's going to make my parents sad or angry if he's a good person and I'm not doing anything to hurt anybody then that's on them I'm going to do what makes me happy because I'm not doing anything disrespectful. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. if my parents tried to stop me from doing something that made me happy, I would just do what makes me happy anyway. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. In, Zena, in, in, are you listening to her? In not a rude, disrespectful way. It sounds like I'm coming off in a rude, disrespectful no, way. But there's no other way to say that other than, like, I do what I do in my life for me. Like, mm. I love my parents, but, like, mm. we've gotten emails where people, like, their parents want the kids to live for them. And it's like, no, your kids are older now. They're going to have their own life. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like you said, sit them down. Why are you stopping me from going to ha- sleep over with my boyfriend at 22 years old? Right. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Like There's some underlying feeling there. It could be that not wanting to see her daughter spread her wings and fly. Right. It could just be a matter of birth control. It could be... A million things. So you just need to sit her down. I have a feeling if you sit her down and talk to her, although if it's a very strict parent, it could just be one of those, we're not talking about this, it's my rules. It's You're my too house young. Kinda, yeah. But I think try to have that conversation. What are the laws of that? She's over 18. She's a legal adult, right? Yeah, but she might have a attitude of, all right, well, then you go out and Move out. Right. right. Which is so ridiculous. I would never... I told you. Because you want to sleep over with your boyfriend? Get out of the house? What? I've had friends that literally, like, they'll put their shit all over Facebook. Oh, my God. He's turning 18 tomorrow. Packing his bags. Getting I would never. How do you, just because your child turns 18, throw them out? Okay, you you just because out. they want to have a sleepover with their boyfriend, throw them out. Exactly. My I mean, not like, saying that she would do that to you. Child. Hopefully she wouldn't do that to you. That's no. your child. Yeah. Have a conversation. It's not like they did anything awfully wrong. I don't know. That's so wild to me. 22 is too old. It definitely is. I had my first kid already. No, I did not. I'm 22? I had Zayn at 24. The fuck I was thinking. Still close, though. Okay. That's Good crazy. luck. Yeah, we wish you the best of luck, but sometimes you got to move on from the coop. Okay. All right, what's poppin', everybody? My name's Sharon. 
I'm from the UK and I am 21 years old. I love the podcast and the platform you two beautiful ladies have created. Thank you. Thank you. This is my first time writing in. It might be long. Um, so I'm sorry. Well, to start my story, when I was 16, my first love sadly passed away from passed away a few days after his 16th birthday. He was amazing. He'd light up any room. He truly was the bravest, kindest, most incredible person. He unfortunately had a heart issue and went into surgery and didn't make it out. I will spare the details because this would be so long. I miss him more and more every day, um, especially around the birthday or, or the anniversary. It's now time for me to move on properly and find happiness. With every relation, well, every relationship I've been in, I would tell them about. I would tell them about him, and they always get weird. And my most recent ex would even let me talk about him. Wouldn't even let me talk about him. How do I tell maybe a future partner about him? I'm still grieving the loss, and I want his memory to live on. Do you have any suggestions? How do I tell a future partner that my first love died, and I'm still grieving? I'm a sappy bitch, and I had a lot... A lot of losses in my life, but this one will never leave me. If you both read this, thank you, and I love you. Also, I'd like to... I'd... mm, It'd be nice to put a picture of me and him. I know Jerry likes to put a face to a name. We sadly lost a picture of us together. Also, sorry, you can't see any pics. I thought this was such an interesting one because we've never read anything like this. And in my opinion, I think that that needs to be said if you want that to be a part of your relationship that you can grieve together and they can support you in it then I feel like that's a major thing that needs to be said in the beginning when you meet somebody maybe not on the first date but when you get to know somebody a little bit you know what I mean it's like uh love is blind the guy didn't tell her until later on that he was bisexual remember yeah I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm just looking at the pictures. That's so sad. Um, I mean, you've you know that you're not over him, and that you're still in the grieving process. I don't think getting into a relationship when you're still so heavily grieving this—that's good advice—is yeah. the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. Because if you're getting with somebody and all that's on your mind is him, yeah, picture being that not person. Fair. You know, if you're with somebody and they're trying to be with you and all Mm -hmm. you talk or think about is your ex, that's going to be hard for them. That is. So I think you need to do yourself a justice and really allow yourself to grieve and heal and maybe go to therapy. Um, So and what if she wants to move on and get into another relationship and that like that will help her move on is, is meeting somebody new? Don't you think that it should be said Within, like, the beginning stage of the relationship? I, I, I absolutely think it needs to be said. Like you like you said, not on the not first date. Not on the date. first date. Um, but if you want it to be a part of the relationship where you both, like, they can help you grieve through it, then I think that somebody, that's a big thing that somebody needs to be prepared for and should know about. Right. Like, like if they're going to be helping you grieve over an ex, that's a hard thing. That's a hard pill to swallow. That's something a lot to ask of a person. Exactly. So you're, I think, not that I think you'll have, I do. All right. Yeah. So honestly, I think you're going to have a hard time finding somebody that's going to be willing to go through the process of grieving with you over a lost love. You know, like that's definitely 
a touchy situation. Mm-hmm. It's like if you had an ex-boyfriend that would constantly talk to or thought about his ex-girlfriend, whether she was alive or dead, I think, you know, put yourself in their shoes. It's something That's that... That's hard. Yeah, it's it's definitely hard, and it's going to take somebody really, truly special to be in a relationship with you and work through your grieving process of a lost boyfriend and they have to be emotionally strong as fuck oh absolutely but that's what i'm saying finding somebody and i really true was going to say that finding somebody that's truly that strong is going to be very difficult for you that's why i believe you need to go through this process i agree agree. you could date around don't get me wrong i mean i don't know where you where you are and where you live and how open things may be yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. you know with this whole coronavirus um but I would say not to try to jump into a relationship to find somebody to help you grieve through this. I think that's the wrong thing. I think work on you first. And if you want to date around, that's different than trying to jump into a... Not that she's trying to jump into a relationship. This is coming off wrong. Mm-hmm. But I definitely... You need to work on you first and get through that process. And should it be mentioned? Sure. But don't get with somebody to help you through that process. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even think of it that way. You know? Yeah. And I think that maybe coronavirus could be a good thing to use as an excuse to not date around right now and give yourself a little bit of time when it's not really I mean, it's. I was doing the math. It's five years since he's passed. But if that's her first true love, like, I... I get that feeling. I mean, we started this episode with me crying over a comment that was made 20 years ago. Yeah. So I get that some things are very hard to get over. The Mm -hmm. loss of my mother, every time we see 43, it chokes me up. You know, there are certain things that people truly can't get over. But it's traumatized. I wouldn't go look for somebody to fill those Uh shoes or look for somebody that's going to help me get past that. Maybe wait until you're healed so that you don't have to tell a future partner that your first love died and you're still grieving. I mean, it could be part of a conversation. But not something but that your relationship has to be based on. how many relationships do you get in and go, yes, yeah, so my ex-boyfriend? Right. Not many. Right. You know? I mean, eventually, everybody tends to learn about everybody. You know? Like, mm-hmm. ever knows about all my relationships that I've been in. Yeah. But it wasn't like I needed him to get me through. No. You know? No. So I don't think that's the right way of looking for it. I think you're looking yeah. for help rather than a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Because if you want to get with somebody new, you shouldn't be grieving an ex still. Right. Not fair to both of you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your head shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. If your head right now is being occupied by him, yes, you need to deal with that first. Yes, I agree. You know? I agree. I definitely. I know Alyssa has mentioned it. Like everybody should go through. Like not everybody should go to, but everybody could use and a therapist therapist like they're even if you're like happy tool. though it's good to go and talk about happy things too yeah it, they're definitely a good tool to use a yeah. resource that we should take more advantage of agree you know yep we all could use it up there Holy somewhere even sh- if it's deep rooted <laughs> i i think i think you got this i think you're i think hopefully you'll hear this and you'll be like you're right you know what i should heal first absolutely before i think she will too bring somebody into the picture I uh, think you got this. We love you, girl. We love you. Oh, and this one's nice and you. short and sweet. Okay, I guess we're doing one more. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's short and sweet? It, it looks very short. All right, let's go. 
Hello, ladies. I'm currently listening to your podcast. So much fun. My name is Jessica, and I'm a fellow New Yorker. Uh, well, yeah, what's yeah. up, girl? What's up, girl? So here goes. I was just recently broken up with, and I'm having such a hard time with it. I was not expecting it at all, and I thought that we were happy and in love and was ready for a ring. Ooh. Then he tells me he's not happy, doesn't want to be with me anymore. He still loves me, and I'm his best friend, But and he always wants me to be in his life. We rent a house together with my mom, and he helps support me even still. He just helps me buy a puppy and help, wants to help train him. I still beg him to come over, and we still have sex. I initiate best sex ever. Help. How do I move on? I'm so sad all the time. I'm turning 30 this year, and I thought I was moving to the next stage of my life, not starting all over again. Love you, ladies. You need to stop seeing him all the time. You're never going to get over it. If you're still having sex, he's buying you a puppy, wants to help train him. It sounds like you're still together. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. What, is he just afraid of the commitment aspect? That's probably it. I guess. Because if she had no inkling this was happening, she was actually preparing for a ring soon, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm sorry, we're done. Um, that definitely makes me think he's scared of commitment, especially he's, if he's buying you a puppy and stuff like that. I think he, he, he was like, holy shit, let me back off a bit. But not too much because... He's comfortable where he's at. He likes where he lives, but he wants to fuck around with other girls. That's what's happening. Mm. Ooh. Right. Really? He, doesn't, he doesn't want the commitment. Mm. He likes her. They're best friends. He likes living with them. He's financially good. He just mm. wants experience. Is that maybe. it? Is that it? That's a commitment issue, right? You want to be with other women. I don't know if that's it. I think it could be just scared of like, holy shit, that's my whole rest of my life. Not, hey, I want to go bang all the bitches. He said he's still, he still loves me. I'm still his best friend and wants me to always be in his life. How are you going to get married and kid, have kids with you always in his life? Mm. I think that you're not ever going to get over him. You said you're sad all the time, which is not a good way to live. I think that you guys need to stop seeing each other so much. I wouldn't live together for sure. If you want to be friends, maybe catch up for lunch once in a while, you know? Mm. But I don't think that you should live together. I, I think he still sad. loves you and was just scared. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but then what do you do with a guy like that? An unstable person. <sighs> you're still having sex. You're not going to get over somebody if you're still oh, putting a dick no. in you. Of course not. I just don't know, like, what what difference did it make on his part by saying we're not together anymore? So that he can go be with other people without it being cheating that'd be like the only thing because he's still well, i wants- hope you're wearing protection when you're with him now because if he's sure if, if, if you're bro- if he's sleeping around you definitely want to protect yourself mm-hmm. you know i feel like we do need a little bit more uh, info yes please jessica send more info on this yeah and we'll read it please again. i need to know I need are you still sleeping know. with him how's your puppy Can you be the one to hold when i lose control <laughs> Okay, well, you get a bonus. You get Alyssa singing, too. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, Jessica, please let us know. Yeah. Pretty please, we need, more, we need more deets on this one. And I want a picture of your puppy. How dare you not include a picture of your puppy? <laughs> How dare Come you? On. I'm mad at you. Come on. We love pictures. Okay, we love you all so much. Do you know what I noticed I haven't said in a long time? What? Send nudes. You haven't. I haven't. And you know what else we haven't said? What? Ever's fingers. It was like our catchphrase. And we and never said it. it. Straight to your doorstep. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I, was say, I know we talked about Everest Fingers the last time I was talking about fingers, but... Mm, I just said I was going to say again. I took it off. Maybe that's why. <gasps> that is why. That is why. 
Same okay, I, I'm not pointing you out because I care. I'm pointing it out because you care, and I want well, to help, I I help you I your ab- improvement. I absolutely appreciate it, but I took it out and I'm playing with it with my hair, and that's probably why I said it. Look at your baby; she's sleeping on the floor, so beautiful right now. And my other one's up in the window. Uh-huh. And Bella's probably like, "Fucking thank God I'm left alone." <laughs> she's like, "I can have peace." <laughs> all right, we love you all so much. Thank you so 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 much for listening. If you're interested in coming back, if this is your first time listening, we upload episodes when? Uh, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, 5 a.m. EST. Mondays and Thursdays are full episodes. Saturdays are 10 to 15 minute episodes. If you want to send in an email like we read today, you can send that to agamilpodcast at gmail.com. That's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you put in the subject line what you are writing in about. Otherwise, it will not be categorized and will not be answered. Oof. You if dumb, girl. you want to shop our merch, that's teespring.com slash stores slash Agamil. It's pretty fucking cute. You can get Everest fingers right to your doorstep. <laughs> and there's also a ton of other designs on there as well. Simple Agamil merch. It's very, very cute, wearable. You can cut it into a crop top. It's adorable. If you want to keep up with us elsewhere, I'm Melissa Rose on everything. I also have a YouTube channel. She is Jerry Eastman on everything. If you found us on the internet or on Facebook, you're fucking confused. How the hell am I listening to this thing? Hey, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Anchor app, whatever you want to do. Where on everything even the <laughs> shit you never heard of before <laughs> we love you all so much thank you so much for listening okay love, love you, you. bye, bye.